Hello and welcome to Second Take Movies, the podcast where we give movies a second look, a second chance, a second take, if you will. I'm your host, Preston Jenkinson, and with me today is our first repeat guest who's undressing himself for some reason. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it's Jake Twido, who was right. uh, on... Made me watch probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, but this time, I made him watch the what some have called probably the worst superhero movie in Green Lantern from 2011. I, you know what? I was mad, and I said, God, Preston's giving me payback for that bullcrap I made him watch. <laughs> I watched this and said, it's not that bad, and think I might be insane. It's especially amazing, because I've got some facts after we've gone through the movie about all the production crap that went on, Ooh. like Ooh. it's a sh- it's a it's amazing. This movie made it out the door. I am looking forward to it. I accidentally, purposefully did not go into too much detail. Yeah, because Green Lantern's the weirdest. It's a cool hero, but how are you gonna do it? Apart from Wolverine and Daredevil, he's probably like my third favorite superhero. His power, like. The backstory, I don't know, the Justice League actual cartoon. Yeah. Raddest guy mm-hmm. ever. And then, you know, I'm just waiting for Ryan Reynolds to redo Green Lantern. Yeah. Like I don't think Deadpool. he's gonna <laughs> He's definitely not, yeah. That <laughs> but, check got cashed. But we like to start these episodes with a good and a bad review. Uh, the first one's from the Hollywood Reporter. It serves <laughs> up all the requisite elements and enough self-deprecating humor to suggest it doesn't take itself too seriously. And the worst review I could find was from the Miami Herald. The tone is all over the place, which makes the movie difficult to take neither seriously nor as a popcorn fluff. I will do you one better. Okay. So, 2011, mm-hmm. a reckless person in high school at this time here i'll give you my review i submitted no, oh wow like, you submitted a review 2011 make sure my time's right it's either at in, in college some school newspaper doesn't matter my review was green lantern more like green turd two stars a lot of acclaim i'm i'm fantastic yeah that was oh wow that was a but you know what again i'll take it back i will I will take that back after this watch. Maybe I'm older, <laughs> more wise. I don't know. For some, I don't really remember the beginning of this movie, but <laughs> the beginning of the movie is so good. Honestly, it yeah. is. So the, the movie starts. It's all CGI. It's showing the main villain, which is the lamest villain. Before we get into it, that's the worst villain. Ugh. Also, apart from, I would say Mark Strong and Ryan Reynolds' suits. The CGI hole is solid. Yeah, I was shocked. I I was like, I man, this is a this lot well, of which, good stuff. You know, great podcast, but my marriage is ending because I made my wife watch this. <laughs> uh, but actually, you know, she said the same thing. She was like, this wasn't that bad. I, it's Sean. been 10 years since I've seen it because I saw it when it came out. And I just went along with everybody and said, like, oh, yeah, this is terrible. I don't remember. It's not the Mandela effect. Uh, there's another term that I'm not even going to look up, but you know, it's that like popular culture says this is bad. Everyone mm-hmm. knows it's bad. I think it's wrong. And that's, that's the origin of this podcast. <laughs> Told. All right, everyone. Thanks for coming to the podcast. We'll roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Parallax. Yes. We're introduced to our villain Parallax, who is, we find out later in the movie, he is one of the guardians that runs the Green Lantern planet where all the Green Lanterns go to and, 
I don't guess they have meetings. I don't know. But he eventually makes it on to uh, Abensor. That was his name. Abensor ship, played by Tamir Morrison. I was like, that voice is that's that's Tamir Morrison. I, dude, I was texting you last night, and I yeah. told you like I didn't realize that Taika Waititi was in this. Yeah, but I could say that for about twenty other people, and I went, "Oh my gosh, they're in this!" Mo-. I didn't know Mark Strong was in this movie. Yeah. Didn't realize it. The cast is amazing. It, I, yeah, it was. This movie should have been set up for so much success. Yeah, it you was. know what? Hey, the acting, the writing, sometimes not the best, which is kind of mm-hmm. weird. Like. You're coming off of uh, the guy that wrote a lot of the James Bond huge successes early on. And, ah, man, you show up to that guy like he I wish he had more presence in the movie because, yeah, his CGI was actually pretty good. I don't know if it was just CGI or if that was Tamir Morrison in a practical like purple makeup. I tried to look that up and I couldn't find anything. I was hoping Corridor Crew did something or. Like, they need to to look at this movie and and react to the CGI or whatever. Because but let's be serious, they'd only watch one thing. And oh yeah, the, the background on you, those yeah. stupid blue eyes and the mat, like yeah, that's all anyone knows. For, for our audio listeners, which that's the only listeners we have, because I, don't I, put I these made videos you out. Say this because I'm looking <laughs> at it, and I'm just dying laughing. Like I'm the fifth Green Lantern Court person. It's probably the the image I'm going to use to promo on the Instagram or whatever, but (laughs) there's like a huge Ryan Reynolds right behind my head with Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace, and Mark Strong, and Jeffrey Rush as to... to, uh, I did not realize that was him. Tamor, Tamanor, Ray, what was his name? Uh, Fish Bird Boy. Yeah. He's got a name. I wrote it down. Preston, I did not know Michael Clark Duncan had died, and you just really ruined my life. Yeah, he died like years ago. Maybe I did know that, yeah. and I thought and did, that it, it was a joke. Just left. Ah, I gotta leave. <laughs> Golly, man. Uh, yeah. And then it, it opens up when it cuts to, you know, the he gets attacked by Parallax, and then he crashes onto Earth. And then, you know, it cuts to Ryan Reynolds and basically like his introduction, his and Blake Lively's introduction just plays out like a rom-com. Like you could I cut mean, a promo. I, Ryan Reynolds we, is the bad boy pilot. She's the <laughs> the straight-laced pirate pilot whose dad owns the testing facility or whatever. He's so hardcore, but he's got daddy issues. She wants to follow the rules and sell planes. I, man, I... You know, I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan, and I know that part of my enjoyment now is I've gotten to see him in more. Like Deadpool, really laid down some stuff. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, this is his personality. I don't think he was cast well for this. I don't see Green Lantern as a sarcastic. See, I do, and because the Hal Jordan version is very sarcastic in the comics, and Who, a lot of the DC animated stuff. He, you know, he's played by Nathan Fillion, so he's very sarcastic. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't know. I think I think about Sinestro, who's, you know, spoiler alert, the far end villain that could have happened. His name I, I is Sinister. About, <laughs> basically, how could you not. Oh, I think that's where I think about like this is a serious thing. Yeah, but it's you know it's not. It's still lighthearted. It's kind of like Spider Man for DC. Yeah, almost. This is 
it's another thing. Like Ryan Reynolds didn't play a character. It's playing Ryan Reynolds. That's it. And I'm on board. I was, I saw it and went, I thought Ryan Reynolds was a terrible actor in this. No, just, he's great. Fantastic. He's, so, he's pretty solid in pretty much everything he does. Yeah. I mean, because they just need Ryan Reynolds. Uh, not a second chance comment, but what was the, there's a rom-com he did with Sandra Bullock, The Proposal. Yes. I've watched that recently, then watched this, and it's like, yeah, this guy, you know, chef's kiss. Yeah. You know, he's got it. He's good. We need care. somebody to talk fast and be snarky. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and be handsome. Why are you talented and handsome, you jerk? <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? Not to skirt too far forward. Uh-huh. It was wild, man. Um, the villain? Yeah. And I can't remember the actual guy's name. It is Peter Sarsgaard, not to yeah. be confused with the Sarsgaard children. Not related? No, he is a Sar, not a Scar. Ah, uh, threw me off last night. But he plays a villain a lot. What a good actor. I mean, like yeah. Ant-Man, yeah. especially. Like, hands down. Fantastic guy. Like, Was he an Ant-Man? Yeah, he's the Ant-Man villain. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the, uh, the main the- like guy that replaces Hank Pym. Not the bald guy. Yeah, the bald no. guy. Wait, hold on. I've Everybody got IMDb pulled up. If I'm wrong, I'm really just going to punch myself in the neck. Because I was so sure it's the same guy. It's not. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just disregard everything I just said. Uh, <laughs> no, this is staying in. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> My credibility just took a dump. Corey Stahl is that guy's name. Corey. Uh, well, you know, I feel better because last night I went, is that the same guy? No, definitely like, There's not. no way. Oh, well, yeah, there is no way. Not yeah. him, but. Yeah. But, but still, sucks. Like, I don't know the comics or anything else, but like, what a lame character. Well, see, in the comics, because I looked this up last night, Hector Hammond gets, you know, it, it, he does have the big head and the wheelchair, yeah. which he ends up in in this movie. But that comes from like some kind of meteorite that falls to Earth and it like improves his intelligence. And I just don't understand. I think that, yeah, I have a note that says, why does the power of fear enlarge your head? (laughs) I don't understand. I mean, he's able to read minds and stuff, but what does that have to do with fear? Before that Joker pops in, you get the like ultimate, I'm a fighter pilot. Yeah. scene yeah like well, i'm fighting drones i'm gonna go above and beyond i mean it's like tom cruise just said hey here's your pathway for any kind of like flight based mm-hmm. stuff which i thought would pop up more in the movie but i mean he, he flies yeah but once one yeah once but i was on board i mm-hmm. thought my past thoughts of it was like that's the lamest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Then I watched it last night and I said, you know what? This whole like drone fighting thing was pretty well done. Like if if I didn't know this was Green Lantern, I'd be like, yeah, this was good. Which, you know, again, the end of it all, I said, yeah, it's actually a good movie. And and during that whole test pilot scene, uh, we we get several flashbacks to uh, his his father, his dad, who was also a pilot for this company die in an explosion i think dc hates parents i think they do i mean 
one note I had, and I get it. This is back history, whatever. That wasn't needed. No, you didn't need that dad. Like it does not play mm-hmm. out anywhere in this movie. Yeah. Happens at the beginning to like give you compassion to the guy, and I think that's a like that era. The superhero movies needed that, I, maybe. But yeah, it was just like yeah, this is garbage. Don't don't throw that in. Because I think you know DC had just come out. Like their most recent thing was the Dark Knight, and they were like, oh these these solo these solo movies they work really well. So let me tell you this: I've already said, hey, not a bad movie, but Dark Knight came out the same time as this. This is a terrible movie. Uh, like this was like three years after, three or four years after. What? Okay. Yeah. I Dark Knight was then. 2008. That was the just the most recent yeah. thing that DC had done was okay. Dark Knight. That's but where my brain. You got going. one of the best directors of the last 20 years to do. I it, mean, so. I'm and also you know I'm a Chris Nolan fanboy. Like I'll watch wherever he goes. You know, if it's confusing, crazy, I'm still going to be like, oh, there was purpose to it. But I could almost say this is the same guy that did this though. Like he did Goldeneye. Yeah, I mean, Goldeneye is out. And Casino Royale, which is probably the that's best. That's what freaks me out. Bond movie. I think that is the only Bond director that's crossed people. Mm-hmm. I think. So I'm like, man, you had all the options. Yeah, but as I have later on, like Warner Brothers kind of took over the edit of the movie, and yeah, I want to hear about that. Yeah, but like so, <laughs> uh, and and this is to me like, I really went. You know what? This movie's not that bad. Like so. He crashes the jet, you know, the turmoil happens. He goes transported to the alien that shows up, calls Taika Waititi, which makes more sense. Didn't realize that the guy that directed it's from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So makes more sense. But I mean, what a phenomenal actor, too. I did not. My wife, Logan, did not know Taika Waititi was him. He's talking English. Talking English. Talking with an American. He talking English. He talks real good. He talks real good. Talk like one of yeah. American boys. Yeah, he puts <laughs> the lotion on the skin. <laughs> um, yeah, Taika Waititi, he, uh, I mean, he's a very a talented actor. dude. Yeah. I mean, he can play Hitler, and he yeah. can play that guy. Yeah. And I don't blink an eye, but. Which so, I think I think they used the fact they were in this movie to promote that free guy movie that they're both in recently. Have you seen that? I hadn't seen that yet. I loved it. I heard it's Her, very good. It, it was the well, you know, it's the first movie I've seen in a year and a half. Yeah. So put that in effect. They also redid the cinema I go to, and it's got uh, recliner yeah. seats where you hit a button and it slowly reclines out. Yeah. Um, they got but, that over here too. Yeah. I know this isn't the green. Oh. Yeah, you little fancy. Look up here in the uh, northwest section. We're a bunch of rednecks, man. (laughs) (laughs) It was good. It was phenomenal. But the same thing as this. Mm -hmm. And I think watching Free Guy and then watching this, it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just love Ryan Reynolds. Like, he's just a likable guy. He's way too handsome, way too charismatic. But you're still like, yeah, it's just like me. And you watch it. Like, yeah, this is cool. Other than that Six Underground movie, he's he's doing pretty good. Oh, God, I hadn't seen that. I almost watched that. Yeah, that's cool. You saved my soul then. Yeah. That leads into my next note. He's turned his career around. He really has. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I think this was the start. Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't think this was a failure for him. I think this was a learning lesson. I mean, 
the failure for him was X-Men. You know, and he was Deadpool, but granted, Deadpool became the Deadpool today. So Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think this really Ryan Reynolds' perspective of what kind of an actor he is, this was the movie that did it. And again, it was an enjoyable movie. And, and you know, the writing, not the best, but man, the acting. I, you know, I'm kind of sad. Like this thing ended. And I sat there and went, well, I have to watch the second one. And I went, oh, they never did one. Like Sinestro got set up. I know it's, you know, way down the line here, but uh, just just sucked. But all right. So sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, we we went off on a little tangent. It's fine. Well, hey, welcome back to uh, a podcast with me because I'm going to drag you down too many things. So we, you, they blame him for like, oh no, we're not gonna get the contract. He's like, I just showed you your limits of the machine, and blah blah blah. I'm the best pilot on the planet, and he goes to his nephew's birthday party, which isn't very important. It's just more about how the, the trauma he suffered from his dad dying. And kid never shows up again. Nah, the whole how family never that? shows up. The, the whole family just goes missing. It was a very pointless scene, in my opinion. Mm. After he's leaving his nephew's birthday party, Green Bubble swallows him up because he's been chosen. Surprise! Pops him out on the coast or wherever this thing crashed at, and there's Abin Sur in the big purple guy in the ship. Looks like uh Barney or the um. <laughs> you know, it reminded me of that scene in the original Power Rangers movie where oh, they. Shoot. Where they explode Zordon's thing and he's laying in that thing. Uh, that's not the uh, Ooze movie, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Because Zordon's little cylinder gets destroyed and he's Preston, laying if there. If you ever ask me to do a podcast for that one, I will delete your phone number. Because <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and tell you, that doesn't deserve a second chance. It does. That was a Burger King I mean, Happy it, Meal movie. That's yeah, man. Uh, when I saw it in second grade, though, it was the greatest thing. Oh, on the it planet. was killer, dude. I remember it, and I'm still never going to watch it again, so I can hold on to that moment of happiness. I think Richard and Terry Joe Jenkinson probably spent way too much money on Power Rangers toys because they're just there's buckets of them at my parents' house right now. Like I love knowing that my nephew has these things oh yeah doesn't me, know me what too. they are yeah like i'm like oh that's a that's a power ranger that's the green one and he's like it's a robot man <laughs> okay you know what's sad is i can still name half of the stuff that he brings up to me and tell him where it came from all that stuff was just drilled into this back this part of the brain dude, dude pokemon is that yeah and i you know i don't know how my wife hadn't left me because he's like <laughs> look at this and i'm like oh yeah that's uh I can't think of it. Abstract. That's a pincher, or that's a right. scyther. And he's just like, "How do you know this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, they created that when I was around." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, so he goes, yeah, we, he goes we, to yeah. Barney. Yeah. And transports. Is that where he transports back to the homeworld of the Green Lantern Corps? No, not no. yet. No. No. Hey, big mock of this movie mm-hmm. calls his friend to come pick him up in his jeep. Yeah. There's helicopters like this. Alien aircraft has been here all day. Right. And he gets how away somehow did, without being seen by the government. How do they not? Like, people watch the sky, man. Like, that's bonkers. And how has just, this thing, this thing has been crashed and sitting there pretty much all day. Yeah. And no, and one's, no one's found it yet. It. 
no one on like that because it's like a pier in the background and no one has ventured to say hey what's that until ryan reynolds shows up like deus ex machina for not like a good way just like okay the guys are coming and those helicopters were so close they'd have seen a jeep they'd have just blown the thing up man yeah so i yeah Ugh. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, drive away with the lantern it's like oh power yeah and then abensor tells him you speak you, you you pledge the oath and then you become the lantern and he has no clue what that means, so he he's back in his apartment. I think he wakes up back in his apartment, or uh. he, he, I think his buddy drops him off. But I just yeah. that sequence is funny. Like I forgot about it. I thought he was like I read something on the lantern, but no, he drops every mantra saying mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. I mean, it's I feel like that wasn't written. I feel like that was him just trying to come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> And but, what, you know. what see what gets me is he figures out that he needs to touch the the ring to the lantern. Yeah. And then it kind of like projects something on his face and then he starts saying the green lantern pledge or the 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 phrase or whatever. And I'm sitting there like are you really pledging an oath if it's forcing you to? That yeah, I hit the same thing and I kind of I mean wanna... I know he's chosen but Whenever he goes to, you know, Verde Planet, whatever the Green Lantern home yeah. is, uh, and they talk about, like, all the memories from the ring are in your brain now. Yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, you... I guess that pans out. I guess, but... Yeah, because he that, starts yeah. naming off all these this facts about the galaxy or whatever, but... <laughs> if that thing makes you say the pledge... You're a slave, man. Yeah, that's not the cool. Green Lantern owns you, and and that's where I'm like, I don't think that's the like, I don't know mm-hmm. uh, how Jordan's comic origin. It's basic. That's basically how it goes. Is like, it? okay, yeah. I mean, there's been there were like two other Green Lanterns before him, which were fun facts supposed to be in this movie. Um, I thought so. I thought I remembered that, and I went, I think there's supposed to be a lot more people that mm-hmm. popped up to be in a this, but a lot more characters in this movie. He gets taken. I guess I, does he fly there? I don't. Well, he goes past the space station. That's right. Do the thing just like just shoots him out there. How do these guys are not? I don't know. Like, do they see green lights all the time I, at this I point? Guess. And they don't freak out. Oh, there uh, goes but, another one. Yeah, that's a star. That's fine. <laughs> but goes back to the home world, mm-hmm. and to me, like, I think one of the most amazing things in this movie, watching it again. That was incredible. I wish this entire movie was on that planet. I wish you got to see so many more of these Green Lantern people and get their lore. I think that's one opportunity that got lost. Yeah. And that's probably like my most negative thing is, man, I wanted to understand what the Green Lantern core was. Corp? Core? Mm Mm-hmm. The Green Lantern core. Yeah. I just wanted to know, like, what is this? Mm Mm-hmm. But... It's like a the best way I can describe it is like a group of space cops that are, yeah, responsible for a sector. And there's three thousand sectors, so there's three thousand. Which what? How big is a sector that one Green Lantern has to police? That's you know, again, me not knowing anything about it, I'm like, yeah, okay. So how Jordan? What are you responsible for then? Just Earth? Is that a sector? Or right. Where do you go? I you know the Marvel world. I guess it's like the Nova Corps. Yeah, Kinda. that's pretty much what the Nova Corps is in Marvel is like the equivalent of Green Lanterns. Okay. But 
man, I just wish they stayed there more. I mean, I felt like you had yeah. the training seminar. You kind of met Sinestro, not really. Yeah. And, I mean, and, you know, again, there's so many good actors in this movie. I'm like, spend more time with them. But, I mean, I get it. You can't. And I, I don't understand why Kilowog and Tomar Ray couldn't come and help with the parallax thing just because they didn't, yeah. they didn't really believe in Ryan. If you don't believe in him and then the planet's about to be destroyed, doesn't a Green Lantern go help? <laughs> and I hope you tell me they had like budget cuts and that's why it didn't happen. Uh, no, nah, bad writing, I guess. It cost $200 million to make this movie. There was no budget oh, cut. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Did not. And that doesn't count marketing and all this other stuff they had to do, which I think mm. it ended up being like 500 million. So, you know. Yeah, this this is sounding worse and worse now. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, that same boat. So, like, yeah, I think right after that, Sinestro's telling the Guardians, like, hey, here's our person's parallax. Mm-hmm. And they lay out who parallax is the fear based abomination from their history. Mm hmm. A, why didn't they seal him up better? Like, yeah, he can break out easy. He was in like some, just like, I guess one of their constructs from one of their rings that he was encased in this. You should like that. Those guardian people should have built a better prison. Yeah. Someone shows up and it's like breaking through with uh, Legos, man. Yeah. But you send like. I wrote the countdown and I'm too lazy to go to my notebook, but I think it's like 15 people mm-hmm. go to fight Parallax with Sinestro. You have like 3,000 sectors. Yeah. Why wouldn't everyone go? Yeah. I and, mean, like. Because he's uh, in a cloud form at this point. <laughs> also, again, what a lame villain. Like, yeah. Him, he, Hector Hammond uh, and him both. Like, ugh. <laughs> and, and you know what? I really, I really felt not compassion maybe compassion but like i didn't mind hector i said you know what i get this like mm-hmm. guy feels this way whatever else um but they just murdered him like yeah. nothing to him at all and like oh he's not even a part of this anymore it's just this big cloud that he just plays tim robbins fate the tim weird robbins son is in this movie he plays a u.s senator Fun fact was only cast like a month into production. Was going to ask you how, yeah. when he got cast because I feel like they just were like, "We're going to have this part. This is great." And there, there's several alternate. I'll get to that later, but there's several okay. alternate castings for this. Oh, movie. I want to hear that. But so, Green Lantern's sent out. They've decided he's not <laughs> worthy because he's human or he's human. But kind of funny, like typical. Yeah, he's human. He's not good enough. We're going to send him back. Why didn't they strip him of the ring then? Yeah. If you send him back, like, take that crap away, man. Right. Like, it's y'all's ring. So, yeah. Apparently, these rings are all knowing. So, he was chosen for a reason. It's um, the uh, it's Arabian Nights all over again. Yeah. You know, it's the genie. But since Hector Hammond's dad is a senator, he gets chosen to study the body of Abin Sur and they just throw in Amanda Waller. That's not is, Amanda Waller. It's not? I mean, it's Amanda Waller, but it's not Amanda Waller. Like, okay. you just threw a, a, a character in there and gave her Amanda Waller's name. 
at I no felt point like that was a waste. It was at, just like, why is this person here? At no point has Amanda Waller ever been a doctor, to my knowledge. <laughs> I, I well, I'm glad you say that because I saw it and went, this just seems wrong. Like Angela Angela Bassett is good and everything, but y'all wasted talent and money on that role. And there's a lot of parts where I think they just did that, man. They just wasted yeah. money. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't need Tim Robbins in this movie. No. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, he did great, but He's, no. like, in it for maybe 10 minutes? And cost, you know, a tenth of the production budget. But while we're crapping on it, I will say <laughs> that it brings up a very good point, which I've hated this style of mask my entire life at, that Dude, I've seen. I don't, I don't get... Because Blake Lively has a line. She's like, oh, that's that's you, Hal. I mean, I've seen your face. Like, I, I can pick you out. I can recognize you even though I can't see your cheekbones. Like Lone Rangerism. Yeah. You know, when whenever that character was illustrated or defined on the radio, Yeah, this was it. Like, you I wear hate this it. mask. I hate it. I hate it. it. I, and- hate it. Why would you do CGI for a mask like that? Make him wear it physically. Well, and don't. It, I get it. We'll discover later the suit was supposed to be practical, enhanced with CGI. Really? Yes. You're making me more angry. Oh, I got you know. I, you're not the only one. I was like, because there's there's so much good in this movie that just gets ruined by one thing. But because his you know head what? looks so different compared to the rest of his body when he's in the suit i think this is where positive side for this movie i think this is where um development houses and publishers they definitely still weigh in way too much they do Mm -hmm. too many changes that they think that it's good for marketing or whatever else but i think this is where people started to slow down a little bit i think ryan reynolds himself has even said like they had a poster and an idea but that was it Preston can I give you like a guest interview real quick sure uh, give me your give me your uh, opinion <laughs> of this especially 1 to 10 don't give it a rookie score me? yeah I would give it a 4.7 4.7 well wow that's pretty low wow <laughs> you can go away my like bar though is Marvel movies and the recent ones so <laughs> We just finished. That's my wife, Logan. Sorry. I realize people can't see this. Yeah. <laughs> we just finished watching Endgame, which kind of, that's the downside with this movie is it's kind of hard to stomach. That's the bar that it yeah. is now. But yeah, again, like she's leaving now, but like we finished this and it was like, this wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for the <laughs> left there. But I mean, like, they got her. It's another little, sl- uh, this movie suffers from this. Like there's so many subplots and sub characters yeah. that who cares? Yeah. They just kill her off. I mean, the other thing, um, Hector becomes the villain because he touches the alien. And it gets Preston, into his bloodstream. He, Preston, what did Ryan Reynolds do? He did the exact same thing. Why doesn't he have that, too? Like, I don't know. I, it, movie. Logic. In in the comic books, Parallax kind of, it's it's like an a entity that can take, it's not a, really a cloud, but it's an entity that can take over people. So they've got is that he, aspect correct. And in the comics, what he does is he takes over Hal Jordan and uses the power of basically the Green Lantern, you know, that power and, and tries to, for evil and whatnot. And 
thank you. I know a little bit more, I guess, than I give myself credit for. Mm. But when Hector put on the ring, yeah, I went, oh, shoot, they're doing that. Like, Parallax has the Green Lantern power. He doesn't necessarily take over Hal Jordan. Yeah. But he has that power. But, again, it's just <laughs> they just melted his ashes. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it was just unceremonious. Just he's done. And, and you know, I, again, maybe that is the origin of the comic. So I shouldn't knock it. But, yeah. What a like stereotypical like this guy's got his dad works in the government. He's a scientist. He's got issues. I, I don't know. We've got I, I this, also felt for him too. But we've got this secondary villain that we don't know what to do with. So let's just give him a jealousy arc through the movie because he apparently grew up with the two of them. I'll go ahead and tell you right now, <laughs> Hector uh, Hammond grabbing that champagne from the random guy at the event. Yeah. I forgot about that scene and I've watched it five times today. Just like the guts of like, I wanted to be like, I, if I did this at a event that I'm doing, what would someone do? They punch me. Yeah. Like, and cause that guy's just "Ah." like, okay, I can go back to my conversation because I'm an extra in this movie. The best thing the extra gives Blake lively, the up and down a hundred percent. And I feel like, all right, that extra said, Oh Yeah. I'm you know fine. You stole this. She's oh, worth it, man. I'm on camera for a little bit. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can have my drink. See ya. <laughs> but, wow. you know, uh, Ryan Reynolds and, and Blake Lively, they found love on this movie. You know? It, this is the movie they met, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, I don't think know. He had just come I've off got... a divorce from Scarlett Johansson. And man, I forgot. <laughs> you know, poor guy. Poor Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, he's so handsome that all these fine women are all yeah yeah. <laughs> Even though he's he was she was like twenty four like Blake Live was like twenty four at the time and I think he was thirty five. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know that, what that yeah she's 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 thirty four now and he's forty something so you know it's fine. <laughs> but that you know kind of funny it's. Uh, that goes back like the next segment of that, and I already said it some. They go to the like World Fair seminar for whatever that company's name is. Like they're gonna show off their new tech. Ferris Air. Ferris Air. I know why I forgot it. It's just too forgettable. But her name is Carol um, Ferris, and her dad owns the thing. Still so rad. Like that whole segment. Completely forgot about the like perk of the Green Lantern. Yeah. Is Whatever you can think you make. Yeah. So you put like a helicopter on a Hot Wheels car track. Dude, yeah. it was so, I was like, man, this is so good. And that brings me back to all the creatures on the planet when he goes to visit the Green oh, Lantern Corps. Like, so good. Everything was, looked amazing apart, again, apart from his suit. What's, but, uh, Sinestro Mark Strong? How much of that's practical? Do you know? The, the the his face his head and his face were all makeup okay okay well still incredible uh there's some behind incredible the scenes makeup. footage of them in their suits and it's just those motion those gray motion capture suits with a bunch of lights on them i was all on board with that but again like you said the suits sucked yeah yeah your main hero should have at least a practical suit in a superhero movie some kind of way yeah 
And it's not that hard, man. Vision is basically a robot in the Marvel movies, and most of him is practical. I mean, Ryan Reynolds had to put on a a wetsuit. That's it. Why would you not? And when you know, I don't know. When he signed on to do this, that's what he was promised was a practical suit. Really? Yeah. Oh man, you know that sucks. Like, and then one Ryan Reynolds just got one, handed some crack pipes of one of those production things. Well, I mean, if if you're like, you know, you're the next Hollywood guy coming up, and you know, you get offered this right at the beginning of the superhero boom, you're like, yeah, gotta take it. Yeah, uh, so he we, was not. He was not the director's first choice at all. By the way, who but, was his first choice? Martin, Black. when Martin Campbell was hired after the first director was fired, which we'll get into, <laughs> um, he was dead set on Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper was around in 2011, apparently. Uh, well, I mean, what? he had just done The Hangover. God, yeah, that's right. I never mind. You're again, dead on again. That information I did not have to look that up, ladies and gentlemen. That information was tucked away somewhere back in there. Tell me about, uh, <laughs> also, hey, Preston, if you ever tell me, hey, man, second chance here, hangover two or three, don't call me. Yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> there, there's there's several movies where I'm like, I can't. Like, even, I like, I wouldn't be able to sit there and watch it j- for this. No. But here's where this movie grays out for me. So that big event happens, and I legit, spaced out so hard nothing real happens until parallax comes to earth you know like he goes and pleads his case i know but that's where i was like man this writing's really bad because you know there's nothing happening you're getting some background some you know yeah nothing important nothing i kind of quit watching after ryan reynolds tried to convince them to you know, come help save the earth because he said, oh, y'all are afraid. And they're like, how dare you call us afraid? And Sinestro almost used the power of fear. You know what it means to be human? We say we're just human. It means to be afraid. I don't think that's what that means, but sure. Yeah. Ryan. But I mean, that's where it goes. He comes back. Yeah. And uh, Parallax comes and murders Hector. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what a loss. Like, why the, have the him guy, in the movie? The guy that played Hector was a decent actor. He was he was really good. He plays the villain in the new in the uh Magnificent Seven reboot, and he's really good. That's where I uh, Yeah. Ah, uh, that's where I know him from. No, he plays an Ant Man. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so embarrassed. Um but, but I mean like wild. Just this guy I mean, I don't know. I feel like in movies. I took one film class. It was at a mm-hmm. tech school, uh, nicknamed Harvard on the Hill. Clearly, it's not Harvard, but you know, I don't know. You, like when you have a human that's your villain, mm-hmm. you you connect. Yeah. Like you killed your connection to the villain, mm-hmm. and the the villain has nothing. So it's like, hey, who cares about this guy? Blow him up. We don't care. Like Thanos, I don't know. Like there's some parts where you're like, yeah, you know what he's doing. He tries to be good in his own mind, but. I think can't connect to a cloud. I think a better rewrite for this movie is Sinestro intentionally releases Parallax. Yeah. And then you have Sinestro be your physical manifestation of a villain. 
Preston, you got Mark Strong in your movie and you could have made him the villain earlier. Yeah. Why would you not do that? But I instead, mean, like, spoiler alert, there's a post-credit scene where they he he builds the, the fear ring and actually becomes Sinestro from the comics because they thought they were getting a sequel. Got so sad watching that. Yeah. Knowing I was like, there was one. And I went, I want one now. Yeah. Now I want one. Like, let me if, see that. If they do a Green Lantern movie, it needs to be Sinestro. I mean, I know J.J. Abrams, right, mm-hmm. has the HBO series or film. I don't know what it is. But I, I just feel like it should continue. Honestly, I feel like they should get Ryan Reynolds back. Yeah, I think the the C the Greg Berlanti, which now that we're at the end of the movie, I'll, I'll just we'll just close out the movie. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Hal Jordan takes it into the sky, throws it into the sun, just like Superman has done. In almost and his every dad, movie. Pil- his dead dad pilots the movies. <laughs> I mean, his dead dad pilots the planes that he uh, invents. Yeah, is that no. is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he. he got- he, tr- he keeps he himself from flying into the sun and creates... And Sinestra saves him. Yeah, he creates two Which, jets to... Again, Preston, where was Sinestro? Was he just watching this from afar? Like, Apparently. Picking his nose, going yeah. like, I'll see all this land. Like, I, I, the whole Green Lantern Corp is me. Let's see this what this human's gonna do. <laughs> if he kills them, that's great. And if he doesn't, he'll be weakened and I'll I mean, fix it. Apparently, we don't care about the Earth anyway, so... All right, well, would you, man? We're scumbags. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if aliens did touch down, they'd be like, you know what? This was... <laughs> and on this podcast of uh, Humanity is Terrible, this is your host, Jake, and uh got my... Uh... <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm so curious of what you've got about, like, pre-production, and yeah. I, I didn't look anything up, and I'm so happy you did. This was the first... One thing I know. Okay. Do you know who Robert Smigel is? Yes. Robert Smigel, at this time, Conan O'Brien, favorite talk show host forever. He's the head writer for the show. Wrote a Green Lantern movie starring Jack Black. That is one of the, that's the, actually the second note that I have on. It, he was supposed to be like this fat loser and there was supposed to be fart jokes and. Thank goodness that didn't. <sighs> like, did that? This would not have been on a podcast. Yeah, and I love Robert Smigel, but all right. Now Ooh. that now that we finished the movie and we're transitioning, <laughs> what what do you rate the movie? Out of I 10. don't remember your scale. It's 10. just out of ten. Seven point one. Ooh. C. No, wait. Six point eight. Downstairs, there's been a moan. I said that number. And she went, whoa, a little hot, you know. <laughs> I love watching Barstool Sports pizza reviews. Yeah. So we are uh, dead set on that, but a D. This movie gets a D. Okay. 7.8. I could give it a five. 6.8 has been yelled downstairs. 6.8. Okay. Acting does it. Like, acting supreme. Writing's awful. Animation at points. Yeah. Butthole awful. But yeah. People are trying their hardest, you know. So Jake gives it a D. His give it an F. Short-lived third ho- co-host of, or third guest of this podcast, Logan, <laughs> gives it a six point eight. <laughs> I give it a five. So <laughs> let me go ahead and like kill her off this podcast actually because I don't like getting the uh, 
downstairs commentary here. So, you know, Logan's dead. She's not yeah. a part of this okay. anymore. Well, you know, I, I need more women on the podcast because it's been a bunch of dudes. So production notes about said Green Lantern movie. The screenplay was not finished when they started shooting the movie. So, like, the whole story wasn't done? Nope. At all? Nope. You know, that's... Look at Iron Man. Yep. I mean, nothing was done. Well, I mean, they pretty much, you know... Ad-libbed. Yeah. When when everyone likes to work with each other, you can you can get a, a movie done and have it be pretty successful. But No one got along on this, did they? Not the case with this movie. Well, yeah, except for Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Oh, tell me more. Who? Uh, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one thing I grabbed. Like I didn't feel like anyone liked each other in this yeah. movie. Yeah. You watch Iron Man. I knew there wasn't a script. Well, now the the actors probably got along, but the the big one was Ryan Reynolds and Martin Campbell argued with each other pretty much every day. Is what I read. But that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at. Martin Campbell's history. Ryan yeah. Reynolds is a, you know. They're polar opposite humans. Yeah. I mean, he's a goofy guy. Yeah. A likable goofy guy. Then you got this serious actor who did like all the 90s action hits. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Because I, I think Ryan Reynolds is kind of like an improv guy. Yeah. And definitely. Martin Campbell wasn't having it. Um, he, he seems like a, uh, I'm drawing a blank on who, but like, I think Mark Campbell's the do this scene until you hit the script perfect. And Ryan Reynolds, the will do you know five thousand takes of different lines in the mm-hmm. scene, which I don't know pans out, but I think that's modern film yeah. stuff now. You know, ten years later, this movie's ten years old. Yep. Uh, uh, second one is the Jack Black thing we talked about. Uh, my third one, all the producers from the CW shows wrote this movie. Isn't that weird? And Greg Berlanti. Was the he's the the guy that basically orchestrated the whole CW TV shows. He was the original director of this movie, like director writer of this movie. Yeah, but he got he says he got fired, but there's reports that said that he left. Um, apparently he stepped down when the script leaked online, and it was supposed to have a cameo from Superman. Um, and other Green Lanterns, including Guy Gardner and Alan Scott. Alan Scott was the original from like the golden yeah. age of comics. Uh, um, much like Sky Captain in the World Tomorrow. Incredible yeah. movie. All about the golden age. <laughs> and for the uh, audio listeners, Preston is stabbing himself in the head God, thinking about watching. I don't <laughs> ever want to think about that movie again. Uh, it's fine. Now, my, uh, my fascination died, but yeah. You know that's interesting though. Yeah, I this I think about you saying Superman was supposed to show up. Mm-hmm. I think the greatest Zack Snyder move in the world would have been Ryan Reynolds and Justice League showing up, and that's what was supposed to happen because George Miller was doing a Justice League Mortal movie at the time, like he was writing it. Oh my gosh, I, I forgot think about that. Yeah, it, Army Hammer was supposed to be Batman, which. Thank God that didn't happen. Doesn't he eat people? Uh, look. Another podcast. <laughs> hey, on tomorrow's podcast of people eating people, Army Hammer. Uh, uh, sorry. Well, he... Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is um, the... Uh, welcome to the worst part about having me on this, because my brain just goes, yeah. I think this, I'm going to say it. 
I I can't and I can't remember who was supposed to be Superman in that movie. But if my memory serves me correct, Ryan Reynolds was supposed to cross over into that movie. I think I think what this suffers from is the lack of other characters. Not Green Lantern core people like that'd been great to see more, but yeah. No one knows them. Mm-hmm. Give it give it the Justice League that it is now. And even I think when it panned out when DC did the Justice League recently, like even if it was supposed to be the original Zack Snyder version that we ended up getting, it was too soon to do that. Do you remember the trailers for that where Alfred has the green light on him? Yeah. I really thought Ryan Reynolds was, and it was like show up. supposed to be like a like the jacket of Hal Jordan, like that leather jacket. Green there was supposed to be like I don't know if you've seen the Snyder cut on HBO Max. Ish. I, I yeah, the ratio okay, but, didn't match with me, but I've seen a lot. But um Martian Manhunter shows up to Bruce Wayne at the end of that movie. Yes. That was supposed to be Kilowog and Toma Ray in Zack Snyder's version of Green Lantern saying, hey, we're here to help if you need us. Apparently, Earth needs a Green Lantern. What? I mean, like, there's got to be... How Do you know how fast the CGI company had to get this thing cranked out? I, I didn't look that part up, but... I, I mean, mean, I feel like DC has a notorious history. This yeah. is the start of... You have a month to finish this. And it doesn't matter how many people you. Oh, Marvel! This to. Marvel's the same way. I mean, if you look at yeah. Black Panther, I think they even had the the artist that actually worked on that final scene on Corridor or Digital. Yeah, and he said we we got that, that like fight scene sucked. He's like we were waiting on that thing, and it, it was like six weeks before the movie was supposed to come out, and they were working on that scene. He's like, I mean, we did what we could. Uh, nerdy comment. I'm probably going to show how old we are. Yeah. How weird is that? Six weeks before it came out yeah like the movies that like i grew up watching they were done four months in advance oh yeah definitely like on i mean on film i mean i know the digital film stuff but i mean there, there's still stuff shot on film today so yeah i mean all chris nolan I mean everything yeah imax all the way and stuff but but yeah bradley cooper was martin campbell's first choice but when mark campbell was hired Warner Brothers just went ahead and hired Ryan Reynolds without consulting Martin Martin Campbell. You know what I could I think that I could have seen him doing this though. Yeah. I'd still like to see him in a superhero role of some sort. I don't care mm-hmm. if he's a superhero but a person in it. Yeah. I think he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. I just he 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 needs him and Ryan Gosling need superhero roles in my oh. opinion. Oh baby, Ryan Gosling. The the baby goose. He's done musicals. He's done a sci-fi. He's done, you know, a a, a detective movie with. The, he needs he needs a superhero movie. I get it. What you're after is every person that doesn't age. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, Paul Rudd, Ryan Gosling. Like they age backwards. Yeah. Be a hero because. Yeah, it just works. I, and I think Marvel has like just a standing appointment every year with Keanu Reeves about doing something. Ah, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you caught the uh, Twitter conversation with Marvel. I did. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, Ghost Rider matches pretty well. It was with like Keanu. the Marvel UK account tweeted out "Happy Birthday" to and deleted Keanu. 
Dude, let me ask you this. Okay. Do you hate this movie because Ryan Reynolds has made fun of it so much? I I I don't I wouldn't even say I hate it. I just never yeah. I never went back to it. I this is my I watched this in the theaters twice. Yeah. I think this is my third I watched it once in a hotel at like three AM. So that doesn't count. <laughs> I mean I was You're in not, Vegas. Yeah. I was in Vegas for a work thing and I was not sleeping at the time and I had to get work done. Doesn't count. So my actual like rewatch of this, it's not a bad movie. No, it's like, it's, it's not. It does not deserve the hate. Mm-hmm. The suit does. It the 100%. story and the suit do. But other but, than that, but, it's a it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Such good actors. Actress act actors as an actor and actress mm-hmm. whatever yeah i mean they like to be called actors now too so okay well i'm not pc I'm <laughs> jeffrey here goes your podcast stuff going downhill because <laughs> who cares <laughs> uh jeffrey rush almost was almost sinestro he didn't join the cast mm. as tomar ray until reshoots really that's yes. I, you know what again i'm not the most I like Green Lantern. I'm not the best in his background. Mm-hmm. Martin's uh, Martin. Mark Strong, phenomenal. Look, yeah. I mean, like I'm looking at your background, going, God, they should have done. That more is like if you looked, if you look up, like if it's you're him. at home, look up Sinestro and then look up Martin Strong as Sinestro. They 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 nailed it. You know, it's kind of like what Robert Downey Jr. has done now. Yeah. Where the comics, they look like Robert Downey Jr., except, hey, they didn't create this after this. Like, that's it. They nailed it. I mean... You you know why Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury now. He made a deal, didn't he? Well, he was... Because he's an avid reader of comic books. Like, he loves comic books. So he picked up the latest, like, Nick Fury comic one day and was like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then ca- in there And then because he's... Samuel Jackson, he calls Marvel and says, "What the hell?" <laughs> and they you were like, what? "I fun fun I fact, Samuel, we're fixing to do some movies, and we w- and we would like to talk to you about you know blah blah blah." And that's how he became Nick Fury. Good casting, yeah. Thought you know, I think they were I think they were scared to ask him is what it was, but <laughs> I would be terrified. You yeah. know, the famous. Uh, <laughs> The Atlanta news guy that mm-hmm. says, like, I liked you in those Geico commercials or whatever yeah. else in the Super Bowl. And he's like, that wasn't me. That, that wasn't me. That was Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Nothing. Hey, Lawrence Fishburne was not in the Matrix trilogy. I mean, Matrix 4, by the way. Just That's because he's being replaced by Yahya Abdul-Mateen. Morpheus Dorpheus. He's, he's supposed to be the young version of like the reincarnated version of Morpheus. But anyway, I'll save on that. But. Yeah. Well, Jake is coming back. We're going to do the Matrix trilogy at the end of the year because the I'm, new movie's coming out. I'm more angry with you about that than this. <laughs> like, I'm pumped to watch the first one again. Yeah, I am too. Uh, the uh, third commentator down here has not seen the last movie. Ooh. She, she should be on that episode then. That that would be fun. I I may have to drag her in because yeah. the second one ended and she just said, "What at? What is this? What is that? What what is this?" But <laughs> Green Lantern. Yep. Uh, the last terrible. last note I have is Grant Greg Berlanti is doing a Green Lantern show for HBO Max. So there's going to be a Green Lantern core show on HBO Max. 
it, is that guy linked with Abrams? Or Jay, uh, my boy I, JJ. I, yeah, I think JJ this was part else? of that big production deal that JJ Abrams signed with HBO. Okay. And Warner Brothers. So he's probably just like, I'm producing it, but I want Greg Berlanti to run it. All I'll say is there's probably some hope there. Yeah. I mean, JJ I Abrams so. is. I hate to be that guy, but like, if he does something, there's some passion in it. Yeah. There's some legitimateness and. As corny as those CW shows are, which I'm a big fan of The Flash, it is like... I haven't watched any. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I loved Green yeah. Arrow and Flash. That's the only two I ever liked. That guy knows his DC comics. Like, he 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 takes stuff out of the comics and, like, deep cut stuff and put them on TV. That's, uh, you know, I never watched them, mm-hmm. but I have so many friends, and I've read enough that have been like, these are very... Yeah, good makes Gotham, maybe not so much. I li- I like that show. I mean, but I like that. I watched it and I was like, I, oh, I'm down. But I never watched it OC when it was there. on TV. But then it came on Netflix and I was like, well, let's just. See. And I got sucked in, just like I did with Manifest. I got sucked I'm just in. Just waiting to hear a California. Uh, here we come. Here we come. Uh, all right. Uh. You're going to get sued for that beautiful Phantom Planet cover. Who cares? Uh, Go for (laughs) it. Please. Take down my tiny little podcast that gets like 20 listens or whatever. Well, that's a good note to to end on. Uh, Jake, thanks for coming on again. Anytime. I am not mad at you. uh, This was a very pleasant second watch for me like how, how does it feel to be the first repeat guest on second tech movies terrible because this was my podcast the first time <laughs> and i took over hosting duty and gave you co-host and i yeah. just really well let it loose on this one and said i i, I you know i stepped down i'll I tell just, you what I'll, I'll send you the file and you can edit it and upload it how about that uh no, yeah, that's I've what done I this before, and I. <laughs> <sighs> All it's right, go up raw. Well, <laughs> next week is Blade, a Wesley Snipes classic. Uh, that's a pretty solid one. It's too. a, it's a, it's a good one. And you're just on a Ron Reynolds kick. Yeah. Well, that's no. He's in the second one. We're just doing the the first movie, not the third, second, and third movie. Not yet. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Get yeah, the Ron Reynolds but, fix him. Um. Jake, for thanks for coming on. He's going to be on at the end of the year, like I said. When the I'm going to try to hit when the ma- new Matrix movie comes out. We're going to uh, after I watch all those, I'm going to be in the Matrix. I'm yeah. going to hack myself and <laughs> just blue pill out of this. <laughs> all right. Well, I will see you next week, and Jake will see you at another time. Thanks for listening to Second Take Movies. You can follow us on. Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any suggestions, send it to secondtakemoviespod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>